verse of the day. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20. Walk with the wise and become wise for a companion of fools suffers harm. We're back with another episode of JC and Cole. How's y'all week been? Hey, um, this week was actually really good. I was able to do a lot more relaxing. I started my new position. It's It's an internship, you guys. I'm not getting paid. In fact, I'm paying to work there. But that's a whole other conversation. (laughs) (laughs) College is, mm -hmm, college has its ways. But... I really loved it. I'm working now with a Black woman. And I know sometimes people are like, oh, that's so dramatic. But it's really a change when you work with somebody who kind of understands you and your sense Mm -hmm. of humor and your culture a little bit better. Because my last position was a white guy. And there was nothing wrong with him being white. It was just, we just had such a different personality. And I just feel like with the lady that I'm working with now, she just kind of gets it and we can kind of laugh at the same things like we had a whole conversation about chicken wings i didn't have that in my last <laughs> <What>? place <laughs> like, typical stereotype huh y'all talked about watermelon too oh no, no we're not watermelon we're not typical about to start that thank you for being shady no we talked about <laughs> chicken wings okay it's the fact that black people like talking about food that's the funny part because me and my sister had a full-blown conversation about fast food so it's like what's up what's wrong with y'all it felt so good to be in a place where i could kind of show my personality more and not Mm -hmm. have somebody looking at me like what's funny what's Mm -hmm. that and i was just like you know what this is where I was supposed to be but God had to bring me through that situation to bring me here so I'm still thankful for my time my old placement no I feel you on that yeah my week has been uh it's been it's been all over the place like school's been all over the place uh my accountability for the things I'm trying to do is all over the place but I'm here for another day y'all so next week shall be way 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 better yeah, that's cool. I mean, my uh, my week has been pretty good. It's been solid, man. It's been consistent. A few ups and downs, just like everyone else. But for the most part, man, you just got to be happy to you know, God let you continue to borrow air every day. Facts, facts, facts. Mm-hmm. Borrowed air. But, um, you know, let's get into the, today's topic because this topic actually came from something that I noticed. So every Friday, me and my roommates, we have Bible study at our apartment and we're right now we're reading Mark. So this past Friday, we were just reading it. And then a story that I've heard so many times, but it had like a whole new meaning for some reason. It's the story in Mark chapter two, verse one through five, which a lot of us knows as, you know, Jesus healing the crippled man. Like we've all heard the story of, you know, the man being carried on the mat and him being put on the roof and lowered in front of Jesus. And because of their faith, God healed him. Like we've all heard that story. But me and my roommates afterwards, we were like, yo, like who were his friends? Mm. Like who were the people that he was around? Because this man was crippled, meaning that he couldn't even walk to where Jesus was. Someone had to carry him from wherever he was living 
to see Jesus, like on their shoulders, most likely. And then for them to climb on a roof and lower him just for him to get healed. For the first time, we were like, his friends are dope. Like, that's what you call a good friend. And we started talking about our relationships with our friends and what it means to be loyal, how important it is to have people who literally carry you. And even though with our relationships, it's not up to anyone to validate us or to, you know, carry us. But when you are in that time when you need someone to talk to, when you need people who are going to be loyal and care about you, that man would not have gotten to see Jesus if his friends were just like, we're going to go see Jesus. He's coming. You stay here and we'll be back. It's like, you heard this, you heard about Jesus that can heal the sick and you think to leave me here, not bring me. He could have, he would have never been healed if it wasn't for his friends. So when I read that, I was like, we have to talk about relationships because a lot of us, we don't ask ourselves who's really at our table. Like we only think about it when something happens, but a lot of people don't really pray for who's at our table. It's like our love life gets prayer, our career, but I really wanted to bring it to the episode today and just ask like, who's at your table, basically. Mm, I mean, that's a real serious topic. Uh, I... See, I don't want to be like stereotypical, but from what I've experienced and what I've done, it's it's very hard to have good friends, especially good friends that are women, because mm-hmm. it seems like a lot of us keep going back and forth with, you know, personal issues and security, you know, competition, X, Y, and Z. So I've come to the realization, having those type of people and people that are secure within themselves it's not easy to come by yeah. and when you do have those type of friends you got to keep them close not only those type of friends that keep you accountable and also you know are secure and want to make sure you're doing well but have the same priority as you like if it comes down to you building your relationship with God are your friends also doing the same or are you, they making you feel bad if you're trying to change certain things about yourself Are they making you feel like you're lame now? Or are they, you know, allowing you to still be you and and embrace the new you? A lot of times you don't get that privilege in a lot of relationships. And it's unfortunate at the fact that it's so rare to find amazing friends. But at the end of the day, I think that I've come to the realization that I've been a bad friend and I've been around bad friends. And you just grow. You grow and you put yourself in a position where you learn from your mistakes and you try to do better. Um, I think that I'm very privileged at the fact that I know you, I know Junior, I got a few other friends that are very amazing. And, you know, it hurts at the fact that I look back and I see the friends that I've lost and the friends that lost me. But at the end of the day, we're in better positions. And um, one thing that I had to realize is that saying you are who you surround yourself with is 100% facts. And with the new person that you become, you have to have people that are supportive of that. Yeah. Hmm. There it is. That's, that's what it be like sometimes, man. You gotta keep the people around you. It's gonna help you grow. You know, like you gotta look at yourself as a plant, man. You don't want no bad fertilizer. You don't want no bad soil. You know what I'm saying? Or you're gonna wick away. You're gonna dry. You're gonna, you're gonna dry out. You're not gonna. You don't want no, you know, 
insects in your in your in your lawn. You don't want no, you know, all that type of stuff. These you feel like bro. Wow. I know it's I, I'm going a little out box with it, but like just you know, stay with me. Like so, basically, you know, you don't want nobody around you that's not going to help you grow. Is why I'm just trying to get back around to it because you know the the insecticide and the insect, like it's just a whole bunch of junk that's going on right now. Look, I work for I work for a company that does some stuff that does like stuff for long care. That's why it's in my head right now. Uh, but uh, <laughs> anyways, also show me for me personally, I've been uh, I've always been very selective on who knew what about myself. So it was like I I have a tight circle, and you know if you're in that tight circle. Like there's not, there's no, there's no misconstruing. There's no, you know, being flabbergasted by how I move or whatnot do around you. It's, these people get to see a specific side of me and y'all just see this side of me. And there's no problem with that. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all have to keep, y'all, people need to understand. You need to always make sure that the people around you are as real as possible because you, you don't know what type of situation you're going to get into, man. You really don't. Your best friends, you know, you you call people like I think the word best friend, the the term, the title best friend is something that people take very very uh, lightly, and they just throw it out. Best friend, best friend, blah blah blah. Like and the same best friends be doing y'all wrong, and it's like, bruh, the one way, I don't understand. I thought they were their best friend. Like I know, like I seen something. Uh, a meme that was out there it was like if you don't got if you don't got no friend that you at this age now if you don't have no friends that's that's been there with you for 10 plus years there's something wrong with you mm-hmm. and I thought that was real because it's like dang if you couldn't hold a friend for 10 plus you don't got one person that that's your friend for 10 plus years dog then it didn't boss no, that's true. And yeah. on the other side of it, you got to think of, there was a saying that people used to say, if you have to, there's not that many people that have somebody that they can call at 3 a.m. to help them like with a flat tire or something like that. Mm-hmm. It, they, there was just like, um, think about the friend that you can call at any time for real, for real. If it's 3 a.m. and they live like an hour away, are they willing or going to help you out? Those are your genuine real friends. And when we were in the classroom, when the teacher asked us, a lot of people like raised their hand, but then there was, when the guy said the time, a lot of people put their hand down. Cause like, uh, I don't think my friend would do that for me. And when people started thinking that and realizing that the professor's like, okay, now you have to understand those people aren't hundred percent your real friend. They're not genuinely your friend because they're not gonna go out their way and do the most for you. So it's a blessing to have real friends, genuine real friends that just want to see you do well. It, that's a true blessing and it when junior just talked about if you don't have friends for 10 plus years then there's something wrong with you that's why i always say when it comes to like my dating life i can't trust a man that has no friends and i don't mm. trust females that make it seem like they've all been done dirty they have a problem trusting this and trusting that honestly i'm looking at you sideways sis when women say that to me i'm like mm, um it sounds like mm. you can't keep a friend but I think also with the whole like best friend, best friend thing, I was listening to a pastor and he literally said, there is no casual or neutral relationships. Like there is no such thing as, oh, I'm just buddy, buddy with this person. And there's no type of 
intent behind it. There's no purpose behind this friendship. One thing he said was that every relationship comes with something. All relationships matter. Mm -hmm. There is no, hey, what's up? They're either going to push you or they're going to hinder you. And we've all been in situations where we've had friends that made us skip class in, in high school. That was the hinder. We've all had friends that made us feel like, no, you lame for not wanting to go out. That's the hinder. We've all had friends that said, girl, get up. We have to go study. That's a pusher. At the end of the day, there was no such thing. Even if it starts out as just being cool, eventually that friendship is going to grow. And you're going to have to ask yourself, well, is this person like pushing me? Do they care about me? Are they judging me because I don't want to be the same person that I used to be? Or are they really a good friend? Like, do they make me feel like, girl, don't, don't do that. Like, for instance, I think about times where I've had my friends and they wanted to do something stupid. Like they were arguing with their boyfriend. And I was like, girl, you better than that. Like, mm-hmm. don't even go there. But then there were some times where I jumped in the car and I was like, okay, girl, that's what you want to do. But at some point it was like, I don't want you to go to jail. And I remember telling one of my good friends that when she called me one day, one of her, her situations, something had, had happened. And I remember telling her with her relationship that, do you understand that if you go to jail, like your life is ruined? Mm. Are you serious right now? And I had to realize that I can't, I can't hinder you. You know, we're not little girls like we used to be. This is a relationship and I love you. And I don't want to see you go to jail for running somebody over. Like, come on. So with relationships, nothing is casual. Nothing is neutral. Stop looking at your relationships as, oh, we just kicking it. We just cool. Mm-mm. What's the purpose? What's, what's so- going on? So you think oh. of like people that have acquaintances, like when you say like the casual friend, you, you're referring to acquaintances? I think with acquaintances, like I wouldn't even call that a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like I, because you don't know anything about me. Mm-hmm. Like we may say, mm-hmm. hey, or bye. Like, but I'm not really coming to you when it comes to serious things. Like you're just an associate. I don't really consider that to be a relationship. I mean more in the sense of like people that are in your life, people that they grow and you grow with that person and you're still looking at it as casual or, or just nothing serious, but acquaintances. Yeah. I don't even look at that as a relationship. I feel you. Yeah. So, um, I wanted to say something about, you know, the people that are around you, bring that back to focus. Like, I think people need to take consideration because that's one thing. There's and the few things you can choose to do in life. One thing you can do is choose who's going to be around you. And if you're going to choose some people to be around you, this is also a moment where you got to look yourself in the mirror. What am I weak at? Mm. And who do I need to be around me that's better than me at this? So I don't have to, so I can either gain the skill that they have or they can help me fulfill a, a, a skill a skill that I'm not able to fulfill at my own for my own self. And I take that in consideration for some of the friends I have. Like I have some friends that we talk about stocks and stuff like that. They know more than I do in stocks. So I ask them about stocks. I don't try to play like I know everything. I don't want to play like I, I I'm I'm this, you know, a guru or everything I do because I know that I am not strong in this set. They know what they're talking about. So I'm going to listen to what they're talking about. Of course, I'm going to do my research at the same time. 
But at least I have a reliable source to go back to and say, yo, you're better than me. I did. Or even it could be, you know, things like, oh, it, and we're talking about the Christian lifestyle. Like this man, you know, uh, I feel like every man of God should have a, a man of, of a true, uh, another man of God as his, uh, next to him as they walk through life. Because someone that's older than you or someone that has more experience than you because age is at certain times age becomes just a number. It's just like you, some people go through experiences that people that live 50 years wouldn't have went through in their, in their 25 years of life. So it's, you know, you need to keep people like that around you in the Christian faith, like, or you're going through something with in your relationship, but he's been married for 10 years. And these are the verses he read. And these are the, the prayers he prayed and. Or if he's going through trial and tribulations, losing a job and stuff like that, he's that 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 fellow Christian walked in that same shoe, lost their job, and went through. Because it all goes back to a, a common theme I, always, I say often is you don't go through what you go through for yourself. You go through it for somebody with some for somebody else. Mm-hmm. So it's um very uh like it's very uh detrimental that we not detrimental. What am I trying to say? It's very important that we keep the people that can help us grow, that can help, that can help us be great in our own sense, as on to in our own sense. No, that's facts. Like, I I think the thing is, is that you have to really realize the type of person you're trying to be, and see if the people around you match that. Like, if you're if you're trying to be be like career orientated and have things going on for yourself, if everybody around you doesn't even think about that, doesn't even care about that, it's kind of difficult for you to grow with them. Like you'll be able to grow in certain aspects, like, you know, having fun and, you know, chilling and relaxing. But when it comes down to the nitty gritty, you can't really be dependent on them. Or if you have, you know, like other examples of, you know, friends that kind of go to the club all the time and you're not trying to go to the club, you have to understand in that aspect, you have to really think about what benefit do those people have for you for real, for real. If any free time y'all have to hang out, it's doing things that don't go according to the type of person you're trying to be. You got to question that. So I think the biggest thing with relationships is having to know what type of direction you're going towards and making sure that you have people along the ride that are trying to go in the same direction. Because like Kanithia said, any type of way is going to become hindrance, like some way, somehow they're going to either push you in the wrong direction or, you know, obviously hinder you or you have those good people in your corner where they actually push you in the right direction to help you be better. Just like, you know, Junior said, he's speaking to certain people that push him to learn more. He's communicating with them because he's gaining knowledge from them. He's trying to get where they're at. And that's a beautiful thing because especially as a man, the fact that his pride is not 100% in the way with that and he's allowing himself to grow, that's a big thing. And, you know, he's making it apparent. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to grow. I need these certain people in my corner to push me in this right direction. Right. Like I, I, I tell people to think themselves as a business. Like I know the famous term is like when Jay, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jay-Z said, I, I'm a businessman, not a businessman. So it's like, you got to look at yourself like you're a CEO at your table. The CEO companies are normally not the smartest guys in the room. They're usually just the guys that know how to manage multiple groups of people at a time, be able to talk to everybody and move in a certain way. Being able to communicate a chain of command from down on is what makes a CEO great. 
evidently, obviously they're specialists in certain parts of the business, but evidently you, you want it to grow in a company, you want to be able to be a Swiss army knife. So it's, you you can be good at something, but you got to have a, a computer developer that's excellent at his job. You got to have someone that, that knows how to write speeches, excellent at the job, PR specialists, excellent at the job, marketing specialists, you know, all these types of p- different people to make this one organism, this one company, take steps forward in in, in, in uh, the business world. So I, I, you got to take that stuff for yourself. Like the people around you, like who, who's going to help you build yourself, become who's going to, who's going to add to you to make sure that you get to the next level. There's a verse that I said that there's, there's advice that Paul gives in first Corinthians 15 for, especially for the Christian faith for us that walk with Christ, that, um, it's a uh, verse 33, first Corinthians 15, verse 33, be not deceived, evil communications, good manners. So that's advice for us as Christians as well, is that as we're walking, you're, you're the CEO of your company. And one of these things that you need is a spiritual leader. You need people that are around you that pray. You need people around you that's growing. There's people, Kenithia has her, her, her Bible study. Y'all do it at each other's apartment. That's a beautiful thing. Because you you know that in this walk with Christ is spiritual. Some conversations you can't have with everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's just some conversations you just can't have with everybody. And then if you try to have those conversations, they just won't understand. They might look at you crazy. There's conversations I can't have with with some Christians themselves. It takes a certain level of person that's been through a certain amount of stuff as a Christian to understand some conversations I can have with them. So it's like having these come. Com- not being having these it's like what have you what are you ingest like what are you injecting yourself with more of good stuff or bad stuff like if you're when it says be not deceived evil communications corrupt good manners it's saying that yes you're good but the people around you if it's you're talking to people that's not walking with the same direction you're going and walking with christ and doing none of the 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 praying the fasting the stuff like and not encouraging you past your child and tribulations you don't have these people around you man they're going to corrupt you. You're going to fall. That's what this is telling you. It's like, you're, yes, you're the good one in the middle. But eventually, whatever pressure that you got around you is going to corrupt you because it's like, it's like a disease. That's true. And I think that is really important as well to know where to place people. Mm-hmm. And that's where relational intelligence comes in, which is mm-hmm. the ability to define and align our relationships. And I think that it is important to know where certain people fall in your life. Like when Sam asked me about the whole like associates or acquaintance. If you're an acquaintance, I know where to place you. If you're a friend, I know where to place you. If you're a best friend, I know where to place you. So it is very important for us to know where to place people in our lives. Like Right. You also have to make sure that your expectations align with that. And that's why I don't agree when people say, oh, don't have any expectations, because the simple fact is that that's not that's not realistic. It's not realistic to not have any expectations out of your relationships. Like as my best friend, I have expectations for Sam. Whoever you are in my life, I have expectations for you. Even if it's just the bare minimum, there's still expectations. So you have to know where to place people. You have to know, okay, this person has kind of showed me that they're not really your best friend. They're not reliable, but we can laugh together. 
we can go out together and we can have a good time. So you know what? You might just kind of be more so of an acquaintance. You might just be somebody who I like kick it with. But I'm not looking at you as like, oh, a best friend or someone that I could call at 3 a.m. Yeah. I know it's my friend. I can call you. We cool. But I might not be able to rely on you the way I can rely on my best friend. Or even like with your partners. We all have to know where to place people at. And I think it's very important to because one thing that I heard from a pastor was that everyone needs to be loved biblically, <laughs> valued equally, but treated differently. Mm-hmm. Even Jesus didn't treat all his disciples exactly the same. Yeah. He treated them with love and kindness. But you really hear Peter, James, like Paul, like you really hear a, them a lot throughout the, the word. And there were many other disciples. Mm-hmm. but why is it that we really only hear about a few because god jesus kind of knew okay i know who's at who's really at my table and, and who's good for what so i think it's about having not only just like emotional intelligence and being academically smart but relationships play a huge part in our lives so if you do not get that part down i think that is what is going to ruin you and i, I remember a pastor talking about david how many of the problems in his life were from his relationships. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of like a part of his downfall a little bit was like his relationship issues. <laughs> and that's crazy to think about, but relationships are so important and they're a huge part of our life because they are involved in our family. They are involved in our friendship and our love life, even in our workplace. It's just, you can't ignore relationships. You know, I feel like that's something that people sometimes some sometimes forget. It's like you ever hear that saying where people be like, I don't like people. I said that a few times too, but it's like And it's stupid. It is because you it's need stupid. people. What can you do without people? Like your arrogancy is so loud, it doesn't make sense. You can't live life without people. Like folks folks be like, Oh, I love animals and horses and stuff like that. That's cute. But can a horse <laughs> like that's cute? But is God sending a horse to help you get a job? Is God bringing a horse into the room to help you to ascend? Like, can a horse be there for you? Can a horse help help you pray? No. Mm-hmm. So when people say like dog just get me and people don't, no, you don't get you. Yeah, you don't understand yourself because the fact that people can sit there and act like animals are like comparable to humans like okay i get it you've had some bad situations get over it like learn from it and move on you're talking about a whole community right now i know and i am (laughs) it's okay it's okay because somebody somebody has to say it and if i don't say it who's who's gonna say it It's (laughs) it's okay to love certain things i love dogs i love my dog brownie but i'm not gonna look at my so don't roll your eyes samantha don't roll your eyes I love brownie, but what I will not do is look at brownie on the same level as a friend, as a human being. You are a dog that licks your own behind. Like you are not comparable to a human being that is assigned to my purpose. Mm. Period. That's true. People are funny with that. I ain't gonna lie. People are so funny. It's got the people that sit here think a dog is their baby and their child. Yeah. We were watching that show. We were watching that show, and uh, they were saying she was trying to get. They had got the last yarn. She was trying to make a blanket for her child, 
and she was the lady who had the last set of that that special specific color of yarn uh-huh. in her hand. And she asked her, and she was like, "Yo, can I have that? I'm trying to make this blanket for my daughter." She's like, "I will give it to you, but my dog. I promised my dog a new scarf." And it's like, bro, like this dog did not don't understand anything you're saying. What's funny like, is. In that episode, she was like, um, well, I know that's your child, but I think of my my animal as my child. It's like, come on, nah. It's like, come on. But it's like, but I don't know, man. People, people out here tripping, dog. Relational I mean, uh, intelligence. <laughs> Relational intelligence. That's all I got to say about that. No, I so like- I fell upon a verse saying uh, Proverbs 27, 17. Uh, iron sharpness iron so a man sharpness the countenance of his friend so you know that's 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 a that's a verse that everyone hears all the time that it's it's a verse but people like to say like it's a quote from someone else from somewhere else but that god's been telling us how to live life from the beginning man and it's you know and that's and that goes with iron sharpness iron so it's that goes with the criticism you know, mm-hmm. if I tell Sam, yo, you, you tripping, you, you need to move this way, she shouldn't be offended. Like she, sometimes it may be, you know, it may be embarrassing or it may be, you know, it might get you upset that you're getting checked, but you got to take a deep breath and realize, yo, like if you can't be, if you're not able to take criticism, you, you your days are going to be short, man. Yeah. You got to be able to be, you got to be able to, to, to take harsh criticism or soft, like soft criticism. Some, some people don't think some people can take criticism, but they don't take hard criticism. Yeah. That's when someone just tells you how it is right in the middle of what you're going through. And it's like, and I, I don't really have an example in my head to put it, but it's just sometimes when, you know, I've been in situations where I didn't want, I absolutely did not want to hear what you was, what someone was trying to tell me. And they just told it to me like cold, like cold turkey, just like that, dropped them on me. I'm like, dang. Like at that on those moments, man, you don't have nothing else but to to do but think. Cause you got so many emotions running through you. You either want to hit this person, you want to like yell, you want to, or you want to just cry, or you want to look at yourself in, in the mirror and feel like you're you messed up. Like there's so much things, but the the, the first thing is that you think your thoughts, and you're, and you're in yourself realizing, yo, this person is on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. You don't really know what you look like from the outside looking in so it's so people gotta be you gotta be able to have that that circle where it's like yo this person can tell me yo you are not doing the right thing i have a best friend named uh kyle i call him these he always me and him our relationship is iron sharpness iron like if i'm trying to do something and he sees that i remember when we used to be on when we was playing football i used to want to i was a little bit rogue like I used to just want to do what I wanted to do. And because because I, 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 I was a good player, I used to not care what anybody else thought. So um, I used to just move how I wanted to move. And he used to pull me to the side sometimes, like, bro, I don't think this is a good idea, bro. Like, and it's like Kyle's that type of person. Like, he's not going to get on you. But it's like, if Kyle's getting on you, you are chipping, bro. So it's like keeping those people, that's iron sharpening iron. That's true. And that reminds me of a verse in the Bible, Proverbs 27, verse six. Wounds from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. 
And I think that in this society, I think popularity and being relevant has kind of taken more of a relevancy than having genuine people in your corner. Um, I think the the sad part is, is that people don't like criticism. Like if, if you tell me something, if I'm not strong enough to hear, I might cut you off as a friend and maybe even go back to tell other people you were a bad person to me. You made fun of my situations, mm -hmm. things like that, but not realizing that it was constructive criticism, not, not criticism to break me or make me feel bad. And, you know, that kind of reverts back to, you know, the person taking it in, just like Junior said, like, I could be the type of person where I'm in my feelings, I'm upset, I'm going to cry, I'm probably going to fight for this person because they're disrespecting my situation, especially you're in the midst of it. So I, I get the, uh, I get the other side, but at the end of the day, it's the fact that we have to stop being a society where we keep cutting people off unnecessarily because our feelings are hurt. Like we can't always think off emotions. We have to look at people's fruits. Like if their fruits yeah. are bad, then we know how to move. If their fruits are good, we have to take into consideration why it is that they're, they're telling me this. Because one thing I have to think about is in the book, it doesn't say who those friends were, what relationship he had with those friends. Yeah. But I'm 100% sure they didn't love each other every single day. I'm pretty sure they had arguments. I'm pretty sure they went back and forth. Maybe there was even a time a year or two, they didn't even speak. But at the end of the day, the love's there. And it was proven in that moment. So I think the, the main thing is, is like long relationships can happen, but it comes down to the fact of what type of person are you trying to become and the company that you're trying to keep? And are you prepared to deal with that walk? because some people are going to have to get cut off and some other people that you never expected would be close to you are close to you. You got to yeah. roll with the punches. And that's the truth. Like it's hard when you think that people are going to be in your life for a long time and then something happens and they don't end up being in your life. And I think as much as sometimes we have problems cutting people off too soon, we also have problems not cutting people off. Well, mm -hmm. I can only speak at the right time. time. I have a problem cutting people off sometimes when the time is right. And that comes with watching for signs, being aware, not just allowing things to pass. Cause I've definitely had friendships in my past where I've allowed for people to get away with murder. Like I've allowed them to talk to me any kind of way or just not be there for me in the same capacity that I was there for them. Um, I've had friends who were extremely judgmental, who made me feel like I had to walk on eggshells around them just to be considered a good friend. And it got so draining and so stressful that I ended up kind of losing myself in those relationships. And I was just like, just trying to be a good friend, just trying to be there, just trying not to say the wrong thing. And I even had people telling me about these certain friends, like, why are you friends with that person? Like, Look at how this person acts or how they treat you, how they speak to you, how they speak to others. And I will always make excuses like, mm, like they've been through a lot or, oh, this person is really funny. Like they're cool people. Just get to know them. And my other friends were like, bruh, I don't want to. And I looked at them like, why are you being rude? But they were just like, why are you being dumb? Like, <laughs> and it was just one of those things where, I look back on it now, and even though I'm sad at some of those friendships, and I think about the good times that we had, I also realized that those relationships were hindering me, and maybe at one point they did help me to grow, but mm -hmm. I think 
sometimes relationships go through stages or some and sometimes they they just run their course like and that's the importance of discernment it's so important to pray and to ask god about your relationships because there's time like sam said where you guys can hit a rough patch and it's obvious that okay this is just something that is like we got to get through but it's obvious that there's still a purpose for our friendship but sometimes god is telling you this friendship has run its course and it's yeah. any written course about three years ago, sis. But you keep on dragging it along, and this is why every day is getting harder and harder to deal with this person. But you're we still try to hold on. A lot of us do that. Some of us are really great at the cutoff game, and we can we know it. And hey, people like that, I applaud you because I'm still trying to work on that myself. But I think a lot of people we hold on tight because we don't want to lose friendships. We don't want to be alone. And everyone always feels like if you start being cool with somebody, then it's automatically beef. And sometimes it don't got to be that. Sometimes it's just like, God is telling me this friendship has run its course. And if I keep this person in my life, it could jeopardize my purpose. Because God places people around us for a certain reason. So if we continue to keep people around that God is trying to let go of, we hinder our process. And we're also being disobedient because we all feel it when a relationship has run its course. We can all tell. You can feel it when you're around that person. When you're going to hang out with that person, you feel it in the pit of your stomach that you just don't feel like as excited. You don't want to go. You're tired of being around that person. You feel it, but you don't want to cut that person off. And sometimes it's about asking yourself why. Why do I have a problem with cutting people off? And then doing the work to get over that because it's really important to have people in your corner who 100% rock with you and you 100% rock with too. And I'm at a place in my relationship now where I can sincerely say this and this is such a blessing. I don't have to say I know nobody in my corner. And that was not always like that. But now I can really say everybody in my corner that I rock with I know they got my back and I got their back. Ten, ten toes down. So, mm. it's a blessing. That's beautiful. That's real, that real, that real. That's real, real. And, and for me, I can't wait till I get to that point. I do have, I have some growing up to do because I, I make mistakes as a friend. And, you know, I have to be more um, aware of my mistakes. And with that, puts me in a position where now I can also be aware of other people's mistakes toward me. So I can't wait till I'm just fully surrounded by some amazing people. I do have a, quite a few amazing people, but I do have, you know, other friendships that I'm still working through and things like that. But it's a beautiful thing when you can just wake up and know that somebody has your back. You're not worried about them talking about you crazy. You're not worried about them, you know, um, stealing from you and things like that. It's a, it's a beautiful thing when you can genuinely just love somebody. With no question. Come on now. Yeah, you got to worry mm-hmm. about somebody stealing from you. You got bigger problems. Like, What's true? Stealing. <laughs> well, girl, sure, I'm thinking of anything negative. The stealing is bad. Well, somebody come to your house all the time and your chandelier gone. Girl, I ain't never had steal from me. That's, that's the day like you I ain't got to think twice. <laughs> you out the door. <laughs> you never know, man. You never know, man. So, you never know. So that's why it's like, you know, it's a beautiful thing when you have those type of friendships where you don't have to question. And, you know, I feel like our topic was very, very good, y'all. What y'all think? 
I think hopefully a lot of people that are in rocky relationships maybe look at those people a little closely and be like, okay. All also right. look at yourself too. Also look, yeah, look at yourself too and ask yourself because if you keep like one thing I never understood is how people can be so oblivious when they keep losing friends. Mm-hmm. Like we've all met people or a person who cannot keep a friend and you clearly see why they can't keep a friend. Mm-hmm. Like you see them going from click to click. You yep. see them being selfish or whatever, but they sit there and they say, people do me so dirty and you want to slap them. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I've literally seen you talk mess about somebody you, you caught the homie. Mm-hmm. And you talking about you wonder why you can keep a friend. Like, what are you talking about? I remember in high school, there were people that were like that, that will always be like the victim. And if, if, you want, if you're one of those people, like Junior said, who you look around and all your friendships have been like a few months, a year or two, and you're like, wow, I can't think of anyone that is like a day one, like, I mean, middle school, maybe even elementary school. Mm-hmm. That might be something. That might be something that you might have to ask yourself about because you can't be that <laughs> oblivious. Like, there has to be a level of self-awareness to ask yourself, why do my friends keep dropping like flies? Or if people keep telling you the same thing about yourself, you might want to take it into consideration and not be like, oh, everybody keeps saying this about me, but that's just the way I am. Well, being just the way you are is going to have you behind lonely. So, or with people who really don't care about you like that and they're just kind of like stragglers, like people who you can kick it with, but nobody of substance. Mm. That's real, man. That's real, that's real. All right, y'all. So I think we've come to the end of this podcast. Uh, I feel like the advice was real good. I think we gave a lot of raw, you know, stories and stuff. Oh, I ain't giving no raw stories now. Well, shoot. I think I gave a little detail. I I can't do that. (laughs) Folks start putting pieces together. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know anybody on Instagram. Someone said, Bluminos at me. Somebody got a podcast. (laughs) <laughs> she in line though because shoot but um overall man i mean this is one of those podcasts the down-to-earth conversation like yeah. just have let's just have a little bit of common sense here let's not keep around people that you know that, that run your pockets dry mm, yes. everywhere y'all go out to eat hey bro Ooh, you, the, you get the, this one for me you can't have no leeches out here man so y'all Sucking gotta pick y'all people around y'all very smart man be smart about the people that you're around that's facts you gonna matter in the long run mm. all right y'all so we at the end of the podcast um you can follow us on ig which is at oh co-podcast stop <laughs> You guys, we're recording this episode at 11, 12, and I think Sam needs to go to bed, but it is JC and Co. on Instagram and also on Twitter. We're going to be more Listen, you said it wrong yourself. JC and Co. podcast. JC and Co. podcast. (laughs) What you said. (laughs) (laughs) That ain't what you said. It is past all of our days. But um, <laughs> gonna be on Twitter more, you guys. We we know we have not been on there a lot. But anyways, my Instagram is at Kenithia two underscores, and mine is by Sam DC. 
Mine is GFSV underscore lifestyle. All right. So we're going to close out with a prayer. And die here, Coach Isle. Yes. King, Lord, Lord. I thank you for another day. We thank you for another day. We thank you for giving us opportunity to speak on your word, be able to have you run through us and run through everybody else. We pray that people that are listening, that they gain knowledge and understanding from your word through us. Lord, we're happy to be vessels and keep us safe, Lord, as we go our separate ways. Thank you so much once again for this opportunity. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, child, we out of here. Peace. Yeah. Been waiting to scream. <laughs> <laughs>